Hey, Impact Maker! I'm Helena, the creator of the Present Teacher Podcast, and in each episode, I'm going to help you live the life you are made for through self care, social emotional learning, and classroom management. You know that impact you were after when you first started teaching? Well, we're going to make it happen here. Hey there, can I just say I missed you guys. I know, I know. I was just here a couple weeks ago talking about how to leave work on time, but it feels like it's been forever. And I saw this TikTok video the other day that really reminded me of this podcast episode, and I really wanted to talk about it. And it was this first year teacher, and she was being, first off, props this creator because she was being very real and very vulnerable with her audience. But she was talking about when did it become normalized? When did staying up, staying late till 7 p.m., working on stuff, trying to get cut up, feeling like you're drowning, too anxious to eat was the norm for teachers, and that's expected to be the normal. And I just, it broke my heart when I saw this, and I know based on my conversations with you in the DMs and some of you reaching out on email that this is just how it is right now, and a lot of teachers are feeling that way. And it's that time of year where it's hard. Our kids are ready for a break. We are ready for a break. We're getting caught up. Report cards are due. The work that we've been putting off is piling up. And you may even be feeling overwhelmed because you're trying to leave work at work, yet you are still doing work on the weekends and don't have time for family events or even time to relax. Listen here, sister, I'm right here with you, and today I'm going to talk about how to create work-life balance in the midst of the holiday chaos, so make sure to stay tuned. Alright, so in order to talk about how first-year teachers can create that work-life balance around the holidays, I really want to talk about the big mistakes I see first-year teachers make or teachers make in general when it comes to creating work-life balance. That way you can be on the lookout to make sure you avoid these mistakes or if you are making them, make a quick um, transition or pivot in your strategy. The first one being a common mistake I see is ignoring the stress until you get to break. So I say this from also a personal perspective and a coach perspective, but true story. It was my first year of teaching and it was Christmas break and I was maybe two, three days in and I remember finally waking up, looking up from my bed and looking around my bedroom, realizing I had just slept for two or three days and I cried, you guys. I mean, I bawled because I had missed it. I missed three days of my vacation that I could have spent resting and I literally spent it sleeping because I was so exhausted by the time I was there that I just, my body shut down and I really, really don't want that to happen to you guys. So my tip for you is deal with the stress now little by little so you can enjoy your break without dealing with the ramifications of burnout. We want to avoid you getting to total burnout if possible. And if you're there, let's talk about strategies to get you out of it. So instead of putting everything off, putting others before you, because I know you will, and putting yourself last, let's try this instead. Try reflecting on this question so you can get a journal out and reflect and pause this podcast episode as I talk about it or just pause it and maybe take time to reflect. But here's the question. 
What is causing you to feel burned out or stressed right now? So take some time to reflect on that because typically it could feel like a combination of things, but maybe it's getting caught up on those lesson plans or grading. What is causing you to just the tip of the iceberg that's tipping you over right now? After you have some time to reflect on that, I want you to look at your list and think, what's one thing in that list I can control? You see, very often, and I know I was guilty of this myself, we focus on all the things going wrong and we just feel like we're powerless, but there are a couple things that we can control. So instead of going down this spiral, mental spiral of things that are going wrong, let's focus on the things we can control and create a boundary around that. You see, we want to take things that are simple and actionable and make a plan out of this. I don't want to give you fluff. I want to give you action. So let's take action. You see, we often feel burned out when our wellness priorities and boundaries are not respected. Listen, sister, I wish I could snap my fingers for you and just make your life perfect and (laughs) boundaries come easy to you, but I can't. And I wish we could fix this all at once, but... It's going to be really hard to do that, and I don't want you to get overwhelmed, so pick one. Pick one thing that you can control, and let's make a boundary for it. Maybe it's grading everything. Maybe you're tired of grading everything, so you need to create a boundary of what things you are grading and what things you're not. Maybe it's keeping your classroom Pinterest perfect spotless. Maybe you need to put a boundary around that about how long you'll spend on that. Maybe it's helping everyone around you and putting yourself last. Maybe you set a time that you're done helping your coworkers or whoever it is and then it's time for you or you set five minutes to yourself to help you. Maybe it's staying late. Either way, pick one and we're going to create a boundary right now, right here for that one thing. So now that you picked your one thing that you want to create a boundary on and focus on for the next month or so, I want you to think, how do you feel when that boundary isn't honored? So awareness is one of the major steps when it comes to creating work-life balance that I feel like a lot of people miss, and that's a huge step to figure out how that comes up for you. So maybe for me, um, maybe my boundary I need to create is, I've been using this a lot, but getting out of the door on time, I notice that when I don't, I come up, show up the next day kind of dreading being there at work and dreading showing up for my kids because I feel like I practically live there. Let me know if you can relate. You might relate to that, but start reflecting. How does this come up for you? What's your energy level like? Why why do you want to create a boundary on this? And then we're going to tie a why to your boundary. So this is important to keep yourself consistent with the boundary you make um, and that way you're not tempted to break it. So Going with the leaving work on time example, let's say I create a boundary like, okay, I'm I'm tired of staying late. I know it's bad for my health. I know it's bad for my family. And I start to really hate my job when I do that. So I need to start setting a time. So I set a time that I'm going to leave work by 4 p.m. every day for the month of November. And then I want to attach a why. Why do I want to, sh- you know, leave work on time? And tie that to that, your boundary, so you are more likely to be consistent with it. 
So my boundary is I am leaving work on time or leaving work by 4 p.m. every day for the month of November because I want to show up energized, ready to go, and ready to make an impact. I created my boundary. It's measurable, actionable, and I connected it with my why because I blank. So go ahead and do the same to yours. Focus on that one thing. I know there's a million things you could create, probably a boundary around. Just focus on one until it becomes a habit. So that's mistake number one is waiting until things build up. You don't want to do that. You want to start aiming small, miss small, pick one thing and work on it until it becomes a habit for you and you can move on to the next thing. Mistake number two that I see teachers make when it comes to creating work-life balance is not taking those five minutes to yourself or for yourself. I hear you. Right now, it feels like of all times, that time is just not on your side right now. You don't have the time. It feels like you're always helping others, but secretly, you feel guilty for taking the time to help yourself. But here's the hard truth, and I say this with all the love in the world because you know I love and support you, but I'm I'm not scared to give you the tough love over here, but You are not making the impact you were truly meant to make when you are showing up not your best. I know that was harsh. Please don't hate me, but let me say it again. You're not making the impact you can possibly make or the optimal impact you can make when you are showing up exhausted and frazzled. I'm telling you, it's night and day when you feel run down and exhausted and you're trying to show up for everybody versus getting the sleep you need, resting, taking those breaks, getting that rest, and then showing up. And you might think that it might, you know, in order to do that, it takes minutes, hours, and a lot of time, but even five minutes can completely shape your day. So the other day, for example, the story comes to mind, the other day I had a million things to do and I shared in my stories, but I had had no prep for weeks. And I created a system where that's not too big of a deal, but it does kind of damp, you know, I like my preps because it kind of gives me that silence and that time to regroup. But anyways, I hadn't had a prep for weeks and could I have gotten the million things done on my prep? Absolutely for sure. But instead I asked myself, what do I need right now? And my body was like, you know what? I really need five minutes of silence because I'm about to just burst into tears because I'm so stressed out. And so what did I do? I focused on taking those five minutes for what I needed and boy, did it help. I mean, if I tell you that my energy was better throughout the day, my students were better, and I even had my humor back to where I could joke with my kids. I mean, it's amazing. It's not a band-aid for everything, but I advise you, no. I'm going to be, I'm your coach. I'm going to be harsh. I demand that you give yourself permission to take those five minutes that you need and it's allowed. It's allowed. It's needed. Take the five minutes. Your students will thank you and you will thank you. So please, please, please take the five minutes for whatever you need. And if you need ideas for what to do in five minutes to kind of help your energy, you can just reflect on the question or take a, make a list of five, you know, things that I can do in five minutes that bring up my energy, or I have a list for you that you can download. So whichever is easier for you. The next mistake I often see teachers make is they're not taking everything one small step at a time. 
You see, when we think of work-life balance, we think of this big, elaborate life where we eat healthy every day and we're running five miles a day. We read a book a week and we have all these elaborate systems. Let me tell you, here's the reality check. It's not typically that way, unless you're Superwoman or Superman. And it doesn't have to be that way. This is a journey, not a destination, and progress is progress. I would rather take one step forward every day, and eventually you won't be farther than you ever have been before. Rather, I would rather take one small step every day than sprint for a week and then run out of breath and give up and just never move forward again. So, please, 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 instead of trying to change a million things at once, Pick one thing and work on that. You want to start leaving work on time? Do that. You want to create a morning routine that makes you feel motivated and inspired? Pick that. The problem I see is we often get impatient and we move on too quickly. We want to start doing yoga and then we want to start maybe eating healthier and then maybe we want to start creating boundaries. That's a lot for you to incorporate at once so instead pick one and instead of trying to change your life in so many areas oftentimes I see teachers they don't see progress the progress they want and they give up so pick one thing and stick to it until it's a habit you don't have to think about it and then move on to the next thing with all that in mind here are the action steps for first-year teachers to create that work-life balance this holiday season The first one is to prevent burnout before you get there by taking one step at a time. Focus on the things you can control, create a boundary, and stick with it. Take the five minutes. Number two, please, please, please take the five minutes. Ask yourself, what does my body need right now? Does it need me to stuff, you know, 10 things in these five minutes? Or does my body need a break? And give yourself permission to take the break and follow through with it. Trust me, you know you better than anyone, even me. And I know it's hard, but I want to leave with this reminder that you are doing an amazing job. There is not enough preparation and there never will be enough preparation in college to prepare you for what you're going for. And you are doing it. Look at what you've done so far. You have done so much. In fact, you are working your booty off and you are doing enough. You are enough. Your worth is not, I repeat, it is not measured by how much you got done today. You are doing it. You are still here. You are still making an impact. And I am so proud of you. And I am so grateful that I could be here along your journey. So with all that in mind, I do have next week some, if you're listening to this at the time of the recording, I have some resources to help you create that work-life balance coming out next week for Black Friday. So I will put the link to follow along with me for I'm doing a deal of the day. So you can catch the deals as they come because some things are not offered year round, but Anyways, I just want to say that I'm really proud of you. I'm always here for you. If you need anything, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I love to hang out there. I'm your coach. I'm here at your service. So as always, remember we are stronger together. I'm so proud of you. You are doing amazing. Take each moment as they come and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram at the present teacher. Also, make sure to subscribe to get notified each time a new episode comes out. And if you have a minute, leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love hearing from you. Keep dreaming and remember, we are stronger together.